everyone, so welcome to episode 6 of State of Craft. My name is Sid, and I'm joined today by Comedy, our fearless raid leader of Gear Grind on Airy Peak US and Line Side, and Phasius, our tank. <laughs> hey guys. Help. Hey, I wouldn't say Help fearless, holding... I do play a priest. Oh, that's true. This is true. You're you're a badass priest, though. You make it work. And by that, I mean bad. you're not, like, completely at the bottom of the list. Do you mean bad and ass? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's at the bottom of the list. Well, yeah. No. Yeah, you're right, actually. that That's pretty accurate. Um, no, because sometimes he beats the healers, like our monk. Sometimes he beats them. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That our, was a punch in the nuts. Our, yeah, well, he is a monk. He's like a fist weaver, you know? So right. he does that. So <laughs> I did play a monk in, in Mop, so I know a little bit about those things. Just a little bit. Um, One of them's a fist weaver. The other one's a real monk. Oh, wind, oh hey, are you talking about Windwalkers? Because Brewmasters don't count. No, no, no. No, no Brew, I'm not going to. No, no, no. We have two healing monks, remember. No, no. Except one doesn't heal. Oh, oh, I gotcha. Well, I don't think Brewmaster is like a real spec because I hate it. I hate Stagger. I think it's OP. I hate it. It is OP. It is OP. Um, Speaking of OP, I don't really know how to segue that into our topic today, so I'm just going to start with this. Uh, Today, we're talking about developer and player interactions and feedback. I've noticed that specifically with Warlords of Draenor, the community has been very, very vocal Especially negative vocal, I guess. That was that didn't really make sense, but we've been overly negative towards Blizzard and we want all these we want Blizzard to see all these problems with the expansion and fix all these issues that we're having, make the game fun again. But I think the way that we're telling them this, it's not very constructive and it's not helping us out at all. So I figured it would be a good time to discuss how I feel about it. And I know you guys have your own opinions on it as well. Specifically, comedy, I know you found a Shadow Priest post on the WoW forums, if you want to talk a little bit about that, kind of start off the discussion. Well, I think that post has been kind of discussed a little bit throughout the week, um, but it was a really well-articulated post of what is wrong with the class, what is wrong with certain talents, uh, tier bonuses, tier interaction, why it seems like the particular class or spec falls behind in certain aspects of the game. And they did it very constructively. They... Um, it was a group of Shadow Priests from HowToPriest.com that, that actually got together and wrote the post, and they were able to get uh, Celestalon to comment on it. And he didn't just go, hey, thanks, great feedback, we'll, uh, we'll discuss it later. He actually went uh, into great depth on you know the issues that they had noticed in beta, how they let it ride just to see how it uh, would work out on live, and they also gave the glimmer of hope that uh, maybe Shadow Priests are going to get a rework soon. Get that Boomkin treatment. <laughs> right, get the Boomkin treatment. <laughs> the one thing that kind of sparked from this post is the fact that they did get developer feedback. Like, not this little canned response, but like actual point-by-point uh, response to their post mm-hmm. and it gave like other classes the idea of, hey we need to do this too if we're ever going to like get them to listen to us and I think like as soon as it happened I think uh, Mordecai told me that the warlock forums went crazy yeah <laughs> I'm like, sure who's gonna write this for us <laughs> well <laughs> that and that's another thing too is that it wasn't just one person right you said this was everybody from how to how to priest Right. Yeah, it was uh, Twin Top and Black Morgrim, and I think there was a couple other guys there that weren't listed on the post, but they were, they'd been working on this for a while now. It looks and like it. it. It wasn't just like, hey, I got some random ideas and I'm going to throw them out on the forums. Like, they really sat down and talked about them and ran the numbers and just, you know, it's a very solid, solid post. I, I don't think I've ever seen one on the forums that was like quite this detail before mm-hmm. and it showed with the, the response that they got yeah for sure and the reason i wanted to start out with this pot with this um interview on the interview wow i can't even speak today damn no. um the reason i want to start out with this forum post is because i think it's a really great example of how the community should be trying to interact with with developers they listed everything out they listed out exactly what the issues were they started with talents they went level by level they gave constructive feedback about it not just like i hate this talent why did you do this it's boring and it doesn't work no they gave exact reasons and scenarios and numbers you could tell that they put a lot of time into making this and it's clean it's a lot of text um but to be honest it i think it just really shows how passionate they are and then the fact that not only did they 
get a blizzard response, but they got a blizzard response that went through every point that they made and either disagreed, agreed with it, and then gave kind of like the direction that the developers are going to go after this. They didn't just say, yeah, thanks for your response. They said, yeah, we're going to take a look at it. Yeah, we're going to, you're going to, you should expect Spree's changes in 6.2. So thank you for this. And that's, that's how the relationship should be. Not just keep queuing on the forums and then Blizzard not saying anything. But yeah, and this is exactly okay. what the devs have been asking us for for a long time. And yeah, it finally took this long for somebody to like put the effort and the time in that the developers put in to making the game. No, for sure. And I hope yeah, this for is sure. I hope this is a really good example for other other classes. Like you said, the warlock forms were going nuts. I I would love to see a warrior do this. Shout out to all my <laughs> warrior friends. Um, Who's left? I know, right? Who's left? But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I would love to see a couple people from each community step up and put a post together like this, because obviously this is this is getting attention from Blizzard. But, Phaseus, what were you going to say? I think I cut you off. Oh, I was going to comment on how not every every player or person that's going to give feedback is capable of providing, like, well-thought-out yeah. or well-constructed posts. Like, I might bo- I've put in feedback posts on beta before, and they're they're average at best. I don't say they're really good. They'll, like, cover points, but they're not as well thought out or anything as compared to this. I would consider myself an average player in terms of this, mm-hmm. but... Well, it's... yeah, This and this type of feedback is the healthy feedback, too, because it keeps people engaged and it keeps people online trying to figure out solutions to problems. Then when Blizzard actually acknowledges it, they feel like their time was actually, you know put to good use well spent. and it was well spent yeah. and you're helping out the community you're helping out yourself and you're helping out the dev team it's it's the posts that say <clears throat> uh sub sub runs out in a week i'm not resubbing um f you blizz i hate my warrior i hate my shadow priest i'm done i don't like this class because this spell is weird or i don't do enough dps and it's like what do you do you do you expect blizzard to respond to that like let's be real here <clears throat> if i worked nope. for blizzard First of all, I'd probably laugh at it in my own time. But two, I mean, I just, like, how am I going to respond? This person's obviously very negative and has a very poor attitude towards the game. I'm not going to waste my time with somebody who's not going to appreciate what I say. Because honestly, no matter what a Blizzard employee says to somebody like that, that's not going to stop them from feeling the way that they do at that point. I feel like at that point, just unsub and take a break. Come back later, you mm-hmm. know? Too far gone. It's not worth the uh, effort. And if you start responding to posts like that as a developer or a CM or anything, it's going to... It's going to impact their reflecting. work. Yeah. yeah, it's going to start reflecting negatively on you that, like, good posts that might get missed are not getting responses, while shitty posts are getting responses. Yeah. And then people get more mad about it. Yeah, no, it, it's a, it, that's exactly it. And so I'm very, I'm really glad to see that a post like this was actually picked up. And I'm not really... I don't want to say I'm surprised, because when you see posts like this, you kind of expect a response. But I'm just really glad that Blizzard actually followed through with it and gave the detailed response that they did. It wasn't just a, thank you for expressing your concerns, we're looking into it. Yeah, those are, that, yeah, that's more of like a, a Twitter response, yeah. in my opinion, like the, thanks for your feedback, or we'll look into it, and I think that's kind of where, like, a lot of people have gone, even posting on the forums, like, they've kind of lost the art of forum posting, mm-hmm. like, they've gone to this 150 character uh, limit on their speech, and they're just like, please fix, now, thank you, and that's all that they give. I just want to say one thing. What? It's 160 characters. Oh, Get with the times. 160. It's 160 oh, because those is extra 10, that extra 10 in there is really important. Is it 160 now? Yeah, it's one. It's always been 160. Has it? Yeah. My tweet deck still says 140. Wait. Huh. What? Oh okay. no, anyway. it's 140. You're right. Oh, wrecked. I feel like a noob. I just got wrecked. All right, we're <laughs> next. Next point. Go comedy. But, but yeah, like I think that with like the way social media is now, and with the fast access that we get with the developers sometimes with them tweeting and then you can tweet back and you can do this and do that. People expect like responses faster and more often Mm -hmm. and you just can't get detailed like responses like what we got from this post. Like for Twin Top to sit there and make that post in all Twitter would have taken a year. Yeah, no, (laughs) exactly. And it would look terrible and be unreadable. Yeah, you'd be like, where is this? And I think that's what the forums are for. The long that's what detailed. they're for is like the long, detailed explanation 
of like the concerns and everything and then that's what the forums are for for the devs to come back with a long you know explanation of why they did things and twitter is more of a like hey the server's down hey you know this thing is bugged you really need to look at it and be like thanks for the response we'll take a look at it so i really like twitter because i feel like it's really fast responses from the developers and they feel really personal too. I mean, you had Ghostcrawler who was on it and then now you have Halinka and Celestlon and they have everything that they tweet out feels very personal, whether it's just their stream or just saying, Hey, this is what I did today. Sometimes they, they post pictures with like, I guess their friends at like a bar or something like that. And it's, it's kind of cool to see how these guys are, who were so, were so quick to hate on them for everything that they do in the game, but they're real people too. And they have real lives. They're just dudes trying to have fun while making video games, you know, over in California having a great time. But yeah, it's I really I really enjoy the Twitter aspect of it, especially because I, I go on Twitter a lot, even though I don't know how many characters are in the tweet, apparently. No, no you don't. <laughs> but yeah, Scrub. I would like to see them. I guess what I'm trying to say is I would really like to see them more active on the WoW forums, giving game feedback, I guess. What are your inputs? Right. I think... Go ahead. Go, okay, I was going to say, I think that there should be more feedback on the actual game forums, because not everyone that's part of the player base is going to have Twitter or look at Twitter, yeah, exactly. or even look at, like, a, a fan site like MMO Champion, which, you know, posts all the tweets in, in their news posts for the day, but not everyone even goes to those sites. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, exactly. like, just on our raid team alone, I think um, there's only maybe, like, a handful maybe like 10 at the most that even have twitter and like i've tried to get a few of them to get it so i can send them messages throughout the day or you know we can like coordinate things and they just refuse they don't want to be on there <laughs> so guys get on there if you're listening to this make a twitter otherwise you're getting kicked from our team <laughs> so, you here. To turn his back on <laughs> like for them like the forums are the best place or mmo champion and like they're looking for more in-depth discussion than just like the few words that you can put in twitter yeah and then they made that that warcraft devs account but it's been <clears throat> extremely inactive and it's basically what i was saying earlier which is yeah we're working on it or this is getting fixed in 6.2 or we're aware of the issue and we don't have like an eta like save that stuff for the cs accounts and i just i don't think the warcraft devs thing should should work if anything yeah. they can use it as like a hey guys we just made a dev water cooler post and here's a link to it and then send that out to people because there is like a very well, big warcraft community on twitter go ahead there's also that um side of it too like how distracting is twitter to the actual development process mm -hmm. and what they're doing throughout the day like how annoying is it to have that constantly popping up on your screen or on your other screen while you're actually trying to work on something or work on a post and it's like oh well let's see how much people hate me today or even just knowing like even if you don't see it like if you leave twitter closed just knowing that the next time you pick up your phone or whatever you're gonna have like hundreds of notifications of people saying you suck quit your mm -hmm. job holinka get out of here what are you doing you're an idiot even though i love holinka so bless him but right. yeah i mean like i feel bad for that guy every time he goes on twitter he just gets hate and that's distracting. Yeah. He has to focus Where, on his work. With the forums, they were more able to, to filter that out in a way. Like, if they, the moment they see it, they're like, eh, we'll go on to another post. Yeah. You know, forget them. But Twitter feels personal. And that's the thing, yes, you know? It's very personal. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I have to say about the, the Twitter part, especially because it's, it's the, like, it's third party, so it's not official, but they're right. kind of trying to make it official, which is, which is weird, but I would like to see them go back to the forums and read posts and respond to posts like they did with the, the Shadow Priest one. Yeah, and, and go back to water coolers. Yeah, that, and that's what I was just about to bring up. It's like, it's like we have show notes or something. No. Notes. Notes. <sighs> no, I'm, you guys know I'm too lazy for that, but, um, d the dev water coolers, which I'm just going to say this right now, I can't say water correctly. So make fun of me all you want, but I'm going to say de dev water coolers. That's, that's what it is. Sorry, you're wrong and I'm right. It's water. There's a there's an R in there. Two R's, actually. Um, <laughs> um Yeah. I think they started doing this. I want to say they started doing this in Cataclysm or at the end of Wrath, like leading into Cataclysm, which was those... They, they were the, um, the really it long... the end of Wrath. Huh? I think it was the end of Wrath leading into Cataclysm because they were doing yeah. them for each of the class things for the new talent. Yes, yes. And so they had these long, long um, 
blue posts that were just general like they weren't responses to forum topics they were just brand new they were like blog posts and they basically just went through every week or every two weeks and they had a new post and it was like hey guys this is our plan this is what we're doing to achieve it and um moving forward like this these are the things we're going to change and it was great because we the company felt very transparent and it spoiled us it spoiled us because honestly as much as i didn't agree with what they were doing they were very open about it which was great and we i saw where they were going with it and that's why i ended up taking a couple breaks um because i disagreed but it was cool because my some of my favorite posts were when they were talking about the roles so for example i think the healing water cooler was my favorite because they were talking about so leading up into wrath we approached healing this way and we don't think it worked and then in cataclysm we're going to try doing this because we think that it'll make it a little bit more challenging at the end of an expansion or at the end of a tier. And we think that people scale too much. So those were interesting, but I feel like they, they kind of stopped doing that. Like once, once mop hit, they kind of threw one out every once in a while. And then they just started yeah. doing art ones for, for warlords of Draenor. So, <laughs> huh. right. It's right. like, we don't want to change the way your character feels. So we're just going to, uh, do all these water coolers and get you used to the idea and how much work it is so you'll appreciate it more. Yeah, or or like you said earlier off the podcast, we want you to really have the same feel for your characters and feel like nothing's changed, but we're just going to gut it and gut all your your action bars, but don't worry, your models look good. Right? Right. It, you'll look great doing it. It's not what's on the inside, <laughs> it's what's on the outside. You'll look great, right? For those right. Twitter selfies. So, um, yeah. I, I feel like if they could just throw out a couple more of these... A little bit. Maybe if they could just put out one or two per patch. I mean, that's not asking for a lot. I don't. More I don't design feel like. focused things. Yeah, design focused. This is what yeah. we're looking at going forward. You know, those are always good. So it just gives you like a clue as to like what they're thinking about for maybe the next expansion or the next patch. And you're like, oh, well, that might you know seem like a cool idea, or you know, they may get all this feedback and be like, whoa, no, we don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. And that actually gets a little bit more discussion than just putting out a line or two here and there. Yeah, exactly. It's the ones where they're like, oh, okay, we we kind of we kind of recognize that there's an issue here. This is how we're going to resolve it. Those are the ones I feel like have the most impact because it's Blizzard recognizing that there's a problem. And I think that's like, that's like the core basis of what the player base wants is mm-hmm. Blizzard admit that you mess this up or that there is an issue with this and tell us please tell us as customers how you're going to fix it. Right. Yeah. So has any has any um been thing been addressed with the uh, like the most recent dev cooler was the uh 6.2 itemization and there was a lot of like wait, what? With uh <laughs> wait, from, what? from the community about like wait, what are you doing? Why why is there not like an even split of like op- options for people like there's no like the, all this stuff that drops up Arkhamon there's no like top end edgy thing for people don't just, even like... get me started on that <laughs> I know <laughs> it's not it's off slightly off topic about the itemization but I don't think there's any been um, any responses to what people have commented on that oh you yeah, mean I, comments I think they already made their decision and they're going with it like it wasn't really a discussion this is they were like this is what we're doing and then there was outrage and then they're just like well that's too bad we want to try it well that's what i was just going to say i was like okay so they put out these these blog posts and of course they're going to get comments and and speculation and everything on it but do they have to respond to that i mean i guess it depends on what kind of post if they put out this is what we're doing versus this is what we're thinking of doing i think there's like a huge difference there well i mean they did give a a reason behind the idea and like the reason seems good, it just implementation like, the execution was, is yeah. flawed. Mm. Yeah, like Ashran. Yeah, well, it's like you know the weapons, for instance, is it, it is a big deal, and like the way they explained it seemed like it was okay on paper, but then when you really think about it, it's like, well, you know, that guy's gonna get this off of this boss, and it's gonna be like ten item levels higher than the guy that got this off the first boss. And then you would have to actually go to the next difficulty in order for that guy to get that one. That's ridiculous. Not everybody is going to be on a team that has enough people to go do Mythic in order for him to get something equivalent to what he got. So, weren't they trying to get away from that too? Where like these team sizes and all that stuff. I feel like they they worked so hard to get this team structured around twenty, but now people are running split runs, like pretty much forced again, like they were with LFR and Kata, like running for tier bonuses. Right. But, I mean, ultimately, I think it's just something that they, they threw out there. They said, we're going to try it. 
we're going to take a look at it and it's kind of like a test run for maybe like 7.0 so yeah we'll just have to see well they they really need to start testing their stuff out to be honest um yeah, 7.0 like class is, balance yeah seven uh, 6.0 is important don't get me wrong i know this is slightly off topic but i just want to say it 6.0 is really important um they really need to keep the player i don't think they need to focus on bringing back people i think they need to keep the people that they have now and then bring back people for the 7.0 expansion launch and i feel like if they can fix their their communication issues and kind of really show exactly what they're trying to get design wise in the future and with the next expansion i feel like they can probably bring people back relatively easily as long as they're transparent about it yeah not just like yeah. i'm gonna remove all your class or your buttons because we think there's too many I, I don't think that's the only reason why they did that. So. Right. Well, it's like they also had this this post, like, uh, was it a week ago or maybe two weeks ago, where they were like, yeah, the, the numbers aren't final on classes yet. Mm -hmm. um, look for class balancing. And now it's been like two weeks and we're still like, okay, we've seen a few little changes here and there. But, you know, what what's going to happen with, like, the rest of the classes? And, like, we went on the PTR uh, the other night, um, Mordecai and I, the our warlock, and he throws on the four-piece uh, demo set, and the four-piece is supposed to proc like a demon. I believe it's the four-piece. It may be the four or two. It's supposed to proc a demon every time he gets a molten core proc, and Melchizar for days. Yes, every single spell was proccing one, and like it was spamming, and like you know there were just demons everywhere he must have had like 50 little minions out and they were doing all of his damage it was ridiculous there are all our x-raiders that quit right. back as right. <laughs> and like every time they did it too there was like the the emote that went with it and it was really annoying but it's like you know they still have like some of this stuff going on and then like they did the warlock nurse and then they're like changing some of the mastery around and it just seems like it's not like happening maybe we're mm -hmm. just you know, wanting it to happen faster because we want new content. Well, yeah, I mentioned this earlier off the podcast again, but I think right now those changes that we're seeing that are getting data mined or whatever, or even the blue ones that they, they send out, they're just shifting where the damage is coming from. They're not buffing or nerfing or really adjusting, like, where people are on the charts. I think they're just kind of reassigning what parts of your rotation are doing damage, like, doing more damage, and... I have a feeling that they're just going to come out with a post one day that has just like significant changes across the board for all the classes at once and just throw everybody into like a shock. I, I'm kind of scared. We call that 7.0. Yeah. They're not going to do that in the middle of an expansion. Well, well okay. I, maybe I exaggerate a bit, but we'll I just. call it Cataclysm 2.0. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I might be exaggerating a bit, but because obviously they're not going to do major like major class changes. But um, I just I just feel like right now they're just shifting stuff around. We still haven't seen the class balances, so people who are freaking out, oh my god, demonology warlocks are going to be unplayable. No, they're just sifting or shifting a couple of things around. You will be fine. You know, Blizzard loves warlocks. You'll be fine. Oh, don't Rip twenty percent stagger. Don't start. <laughs> don't, listen, the end of Wrath, and then the middle of Kata, and halfway through Mop. Like, no, you guys are fine. Don't worry about it. You know, if you want to be safe, just roll a hunter or a mage. They're yeah. the preferred well, classes. That is true. I mean, don't roll a priest. Let's be real. Anything but so, a priest. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess like one of the big questions that like I've had lately with like all this Twitter stuff and the forums and everything is like. Do they have, like, class leads still? Mm -hmm. Or do they ever? Or do they have, like, a team? Or is it, like, you know, one team that rules them all? Or is it, like, individual teams working on different classes? I know, like, Wildstar, for instance, um, they had, like, a specific guy for each class. Really? Like, yeah, they yeah. had, like... Wildstar had class leads. And it was the first time I'd seen class leads in a while. So Yeah. Yeah, so, like, they knew the ins and outs of that class completely because that's what they played. Like, they mm -hmm. played it, and they would go head-to-head -head with the other class leads internally and, like, you know, try to balance versus each other and that kind of thing and try to get class balance as close as possible. And, like, why don't we see more of that, like, with with WoW? You know, why mm -hmm. don't we see, like, a class lead that goes, hey, I'm your guy, you know, let me know what's what's going on. I'll take your feedback and our consideration, and I'll let our team know. Yeah. You know, just a little something. I mean... They had that earlier in in uh, World of Warcraft. Like, I know they remember that being for cla at least classic and burning crusade at least. Mm. They did, and it, yeah, they had class leads. Definitely a classic. 
Okay, I didn't I, I didn't play so I didn't know, but how how vocal were they? Uh I didn't really I I've always been one to not check the forums. I remember them being there and they were ish. Mm-hmm. But they weren't definitely as involved as Wildstar, but that was like Wildstar's thing was So so two thousand four. Yeah. So that, that wasn't <laughs> exactly. like a big thing back then, I feel like. Um but yeah, I mean the only issue I can see with them having class leads is that them just butting too many heads, to be honest, and then, it, like, it just... Who it, says they don't? <laughs> I mean, they can, but I just, I feel like, it goes both ways. I feel like the competition would be good, but also at the same time, I feel like, how much, it, like, is the competition going to detract at all from their their balancing goals? Are people going to start, like, getting into, like, well, I don't know. I think it's not necessarily, don't look at it as a, a competition as much as, like... You know, I play this class, you know, I know it's ins and outs, and they want to take this ability away, and maybe they would be able to better articulate to the rest of the development team, like, hey, you take this away, and this is, like, changing, like, everything there is about the class, it changes its core rotation, people aren't going to like it, can we just tweak the numbers a little bit, you know, instead of, you know, taking this thing away? Why can't they do that now, though? That's what I don't understand. Is it just that they're not... Are are the developers that are in charge of making these decisions, are they, are they this disconnected from the community? Well, I guess that's my real question, is, like, do they actually have this going on and we just don't know about it? And mm-hmm. do we have should the right we? to know? Yeah. Or should it stay the way it is? I think we should know. I think we should have a designator... I think we know as well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would love nothing more than to have somebody who's designated, even if it's more of a community manager versus a development, um, like versus a developer rather. I'd love to see somebody just reply to the the posts on the on the forums on the warrior forums and be like, you know what, this is a great idea. I'm gonna bring it into the next meeting. Or you know, yeah, we are aware that people really miss overpower. We're gonna, we're working on maybe finding a solution or something like that. Maybe not that specific. Or we've already tried this. We've already, yeah. We know that it doesn't work and we know that you're frustrated, but we've already tried it internally and it's just not coming back. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what? I would probably like RIP that, that entire argument right there. If they just told us that they tried and it didn't work, I'd move on. Whine about something else. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What phase is? Oh, it's just agreeing. It's just rip over power. Oh yeah. 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 Bless that spell. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's crazy. It's crazy that I feel some I feel so disconnected. Yet it's so easy to just reach out to a developer. A developer. It's so easy for me to just tweet them. I know they read them. It's just I don't get a response back, and it's it, it's kind of weird feeling that way. I haven't really felt this way in Wrath or in the game since Wrath. Um, right. And there wasn't Twitter was not what it, I don't even know if Twitter existed, and if it does, it, it definitely wasn't what it was or what it is today. Rather, um, moving on to the next <clears throat> topic a little bit is, well, it's it's kind of along the same lines, but it's more of the the Q and A sessions that that Blizzard's been having over the last couple of years. I've noticed that they have really focused on video um, conversations, I guess, versus the 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 forum posts and the Twitter and stuff. They they've been appearing on podcasts, they've been appearing on live streams, and um, even at like BlizzCon and stuff, they have those Q and A panels. I feel like have been been becoming more involved what do you think like the pros and the cons are of having a video live stream to do these q a sessions that are that are pre-planned so you know the one that was supposed to happen today they told us about maybe two or three weeks ago they reached out to the community and said hey we're having this on this day please send us your questions and your feedback and we'll answer it and respond to it what do you think like the pros and cons are I think the pros of having a video feed is that you actually can put a face with a voice and the words that you read on the forums and it becomes a little bit more real. Um, the con is that it does take up you know, some resources, it does take up their time, and it also feels very canned. Mm-hmm. Um, like the questions are very prepared, they may have worked on it all week on the questions, and instead of you know taking something off the cuff and be like, hey, you know, this is the issue that we're having and then, you know, getting a genuine response. It always feels like it's disingenuous. Yeah. It's not like pulling questions out of Twitch chat, which is basically impossible in most situations. They're, they're, you know, they've gone through all the questions they received during the past couple weeks off on their thread and they've picked out the ones that they want to answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it also, like... Sometimes it comes off as like propaganda. Um, yeah, like I get that feeling. Have, I've seen that one um, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, 
like you know they have this major patch coming up and they definitely want to pump up the hype and that's the the pros and cons of it are just you know you do have this hype people are going to be cynical they're going to be like the only reason why they're even talking to us right now is they have a patch coming out <laughs> and they don't care the rest of the year and i don't think that that's true but that's the perception yeah especially because i mean i feel like these are supposed to be very the very positive based thing like i i genuinely think even though some of it probably is it feels kind of like canned but i feel like they genuinely do want to interact with the community i think they especially blizzard as a company really enjoys having large community departments that just all they do is just interact on twitter and interact Look on at blizzcon Bl- I mean, yeah blizzcon is a great BlizzCon. example yeah yeah it's crazy and it's it's it blows my mind every single time i just i just think about the fact that there's a video game company going out of their way to be this vocal and to interact this much and while i don't agree with some of the ways that they do it i mean everybody runs into to problems nobody's perfect we're all human um i just i'm i guess i just get overwhelmed by the amount of negative feedback that the community gives back to blizzard you know obviously blizzard puts all not like a lot of time and resources but they had to grab Ian and have him come in on a, a Saturday and do a Q&A session where all he's going to get is hate for about an hour and a half. And then he's going to have to deal with, with every, all, like, all the repercussions after. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I just don't understand why the community is so negative back towards him. I know you're frustrated, frustrated but... Lol. Yeah, go play. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, sometimes I feel like we're worse than the whole community, you know? Well, like Probably I said before, we general. got a little bit spoiled with like the way that they did things before with like ghost crawler and him being so active and and vocal and like mm-hmm. he just didn't care if he said something that like enraged the community he didn't it care like he took a little delight out of it just getting him riled up he was a professional mm-hmm. troll literally right right yeah, you let's look at him and you're just like man that is a troll right there but you know but, what like, he put people in his place though when they when they needed to be yeah, it worked. It worked for him, and like that's a special type of talent that not all developers have. Like just because you're great developing a video game and you're great, you know, dealing with numbers and that kind of thing, does not mean that you're great dealing with the public. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. I thought these community managers were going to be for, is like to deal with the public. And mainly, we just see them do like blue posts. We don't really see the community managers get on stream that much or do anything along those lines. I always they're supposed that to be the professionals. Yeah, I always found that weird because I, I feel like they're so quick to they have like small personal relationships with people on Twitter and I see them tweet at each other which is great. I mean, there are people who get picked up from the community and get thrown into these these positions like Lore. Um, mm-hmm. Lore and um, the other girl from, from Wowhead I think. Or... If, um. What's her name? Olivia D. Grace. Um, she did. She's in. She's doing esports for them now, isn't it? Yeah, but I think. No. Yeah, she. It's just the fact that like people from Twitter are getting picked up and thrown into these these positions, and I think that's great because I feel better represented, I guess, as a, like a community member, but knowing that people like one of me, one of us. Is that necessarily a good thing to lose the community's voice so that they can go work for Blizzard? Well, yeah, that's that's a good point too. I mean. I would hope that that voice is still being vocal in Blizzard from inside. It's just that they have a slightly different role. That's a good point, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I really miss Lore's um, podcasts. Podcasts, the, love um, them. Yeah. Weekly Marmot, or yeah, yeah Marmot was, was. was really. I had a few questions oh, yeah. up here on there. Like he had like some really good points, some really good like discussion points, and that's a lot of reason why he got hired. But like, I just feel like it's getting wasted now. Like, I want to hear more from Lore. I want to see Lore more on a live stream. You know, discussing these things with us. Have him be like your little you know community manager, like how Rift had their guy. Um, do uh, you remember who that was, yeah. Phasius? Um, why then to remember his game? I remember oh. he was large and awesome. Yes, he was great. He would come into the game like if something was broke, he's like, hey, "Don't worry, guys, I got this. I'll and fix it fix for it. you." <laughs> and he fix it, and then he'd be on the live stream, and he was cool. Elzar, Elzar, Elzar yes. yes, yes, Elzar is great. Now they have, um, I forget the other guy's name. Whatever. But, yeah, I, but like, yeah. it was great. Like, you would see him, and you're like, hey, everything's fine. Elzar's got this handled. No big deal. And, like, they were having an issue during, like, a live stream, and somebody was like, hey, you know, the servers are crashing. He goes, hold on, guys. Let me go upstairs. 
And he leaves and like lets them do the PvP discussion. He goes upstairs, tells them the server is messing up, and he comes back down and he goes, It'll be fixed, fixed in like it. five minutes. Yeah. Oh my god, yep. see, but that's fine. awesome. I just I wonder why they they just go straight to the developers to, to do these things when you bring up something like that. I mean you're paying these guys to be community managers and community like they're public figureheads. Let manage. Let them let them manage. I <laughs> let feel them like manage the community. Yeah, I feel like all they manage is setting up appointments for other people to be the, the face, you know? And it's not like we don't know these guys. Like we know Zarheim, we know uh we know Lore, we know all these other guys, um Bashiok. So it's like it's not like we don't even know who these people are. They're they're big names within Blizzard. They've been there for ten plus years, some of them, right. and it's 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 nuts. I'd love to see more of them. And I mean, they even have their names inside these games too. Like Zarheim is he's in Diablo, and Bashiok's in WoW, I think. So yeah, he's got his own little tree guy in WoW now. Yeah, his own little yes, tree does. guy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I love those things, and kind of I, I guess we can bring this up now. This is a, a good example. There was supposed to be a question and or a Q&A today from Ian Hazakostas, who is a uh, watcher, I believe. He's watcher, right? Watcher yes. does? Yeah. He was supposed yeah. to do a live Q&A with Laura today on Twitch or YouTube or something. And it got rescheduled. And the amount of backlash from the community baffled me this week. I, I mean, Table I t- flipping league. Table flipping. Like, I was, I was actually embarrassed for people because they were getting so livid. Now I know I get angry over stupid shit, but I these people were livid at the fact that their Q and A was bumped back a week or two, and I just I couldn't get over the the reasoning that some of these people had. It was it was actually great. I think I I think I linked something. Actually, I'm gonna open this up really quick. I linked something in the show notes, but I mean I was seeing people. They were like, they were like. I guess Blizzard's just so afraid to answer to the, their flying discussion that they're postponing it another week so they could think of more reasoning. Or, you know, the fact that maybe they wanted, they'd wanted they rather have the Heroes of the Storm Q&A instead of this. And it's like, did you ever, ever say, stop to think that maybe, one, there was like a personal real-life thing that came up? I mean, did, is that, did that not cross anybody's mind? Does everything no. have to be business? You no, know? it's always about them. It's always, it's always about, about them. them. I mean, what if Ian had something come up Saturday and he, and he couldn't make it and, you know... They couldn't get somebody else like last minute. I'd rather them postpone it and then have a good Q and A rather than having someone just sit there and just be like, "Yeah, um, I don't really know because I don't work." Or in a room by himself with a list of <laughs> pre-canned answers. So the thing is, like, I probably wouldn't even mind that, but still, it's the fact that you know people just jump to conclusions, and it, it drives me it yeah. drives me off. They're so the quick to throw their tinfoil hat on and come up with conspiracy theories, and you know, it's just it was probably something very simple. I think. Was there even a comment that it was probably because of the um, maybe a scheduling conflict with the the heroes, the heroes launch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I mean, if it if that's true, that's fine. You know, it would compete. It would take away from the heroes launch, and you don't want to do that. You don't want to compete with your your own game and in, in the in the company. And you know, what's the big deal? Moving it back. I mean, get over it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just it's it's so sad. I mean, there was probably a, sch- a scheduling error, like. Mm-hmm. It is it is funny how yes the Hots podcast or the Hots live stream is going in place of that but I mean obviously some there was a, some type of communication error or maybe something like an emergency just came up last minute it, people have real lives too you know they don't as much as you you don't believe this they don't actually sit at their desks twenty four seven and sleep and eat at their desks like they don't they don't do that they actually go home they and have don't? lives yeah which what explains am I paying them for I know it explains with this whole expansion right how much is that what I do anyways. <laughs> Yeah, but the difference is that they're getting paid a lot of money to do this. And they, they've been doing an awesome job for it. Like, I, Warlords is kind of like a, an expansion, but, I mean, I give them credit. They do a lot of stuff over there. And I, I think they move at a pretty quick pace, considering the content that they put out. Oh, yeah, but sure. this expansion's been a little a little dull. But that's, that's a whole separate issue in and of itself mm. for another podcast. I'm trying to stay on topic today for once. Um, it's impossible. But I guess to wrap this up, it's like when when Blizzard gets when they read these posts about these people being so irrational and so negative, all they do is just complain, 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 and they don't get actual feedback like that priest post. It's like, how do you expect Blizzard to respond to that? They're not going to want to do more of these Q and A sessions if it's just a bash fest, you know? Like if Ian goes on there and just gets like trashed by everyone, it's like what what was the point of that? It's going to actually be worse for Blizzard. Than if they hadn't done anything well, at all. 
I'm going to disagree with you there. Mm-hmm. And, and here's why. Because when you're frustrated and upset, what's your first inclination? What do you want to do? Outrage! Chocolate. Lash out. And if you do not have a target to lash out at, you're just going to stay enraged and, and upset. And I think that, yes, it's going to be a bash fest. It's going to be, you know... The, oh my god why no flying why this why that let people get it out of their system i mean jesus let it go just let it flow get it out and then relax okay you got it off your chest (laughs) move on and i think they should go ahead and go through with it just let everybody everybody voice their opinion and maybe answer some of the hard questions and you know maybe tell people something they don't really want to hear but they need to hear it and mm-hmm. I think it would be good for the community just to get all that off their chest so they can move on. There's nothing more frustrating than being upset about something and having nobody to tell about it. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, they, a good point. they brought it up in, in the Convert to Raid podcast today, too, which was people, they want the feedback. They want all this stuff back from Blizzard. But when it's not what they hear, they just don't count it as feedback. Like, they just pretend that didn't happen or they'll just get so like they won't accept it you know so it's like Mm -hmm. yeah okay they're getting blizzards through thrown out quite a few statements about why there's going to be no more flying and even when they made the decision like they got a a lot of backlash for it and it's like okay blizzards already said that they're not doing any more flying for future expansions like that's that's their mind and you're you're free to voice your opinion but like at the same time i mean I don't know. There's just there's just a point where you have to just accept that's what Blizzard's doing. It's their game, their design. Well, on on the topic of flying really fast, I do think that there was one thing that Lore, I believe it was Lore that came back and said something about, you know, these are developers. The game is in a constant state of development and just because we say no flying now, nothing doesn't... or the doesn't mean in the future that they won't change their mind mm-hmm. and develop mm-hmm the game to have flying again mm-hmm. so yes. you know don't get outraged it might change they might change their mind so just calm down personally i could care less if there's flying in the game ever again i hated it the moment it got put in and i still don't like it today mm-hmm. That's i mean me. yeah yeah I, I don't want to get too deep into, into flying here but um <laughs> i i do want to know because i i have strong opinions i agree oh. with you um, strong opinions are everywhere. Yeah, they are. But I think I think what gets me is that it's like Blizzard and just what Lord just said was we are the game's constantly in development and we're constantly changing things. They're going to develop the future expansions knowing that there's no flying. So the content's not going to be the content you've seen in vanilla with no or you know you've seen in BC with no flying. Or I'm sorry, it's not going to be the content that you saw in BC that had flying. It's not like they're going to take that and do the same exact stuff and then not have flying. You're not going to be farming for nodes the same way. You're not going to be doing playing the game the same way that you've been playing it. So you're not going to need flying because, yeah, they're not going to design, like, they're not going to design another Storm Peaks where you needed flying to get around. They're not going to do that because they know that there's not going to be flying, you know? And I think people keep forgetting that. It's like the game that you're playing, the next expansion is not the same game that you're playing now from all different points. Well, I just remember Classic WoW. And like the PvP, and when you'd have somebody on that epic mount, and you're like not on the epic mount, and you're like, oh my god, no, oh, no, I'm, there's Again. no way I'm gonna. I want to kill him, but I can't catch him. <laughs> right, <laughs> it never happens. Yeah, and then when we went into BC, and then you had that guy die bomb on you the first time. Yes, like when you're out there questing, you're like, I, what? I hate this. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's terrible. But it was the best. Yeah, I. It's just. <laughs> It's just it's it's crazy how much this mm-hmm. game has changed. Sorry, I know yeah. it's kind of off topic, but, but I'm just thinking I mean, about just, that. Yeah, but it just everybody was so negative about it, and I just you know they need to like it, it, again everybody is entitled to their own opinion, and they're allowed to be negative, but sometimes like there reaches a point where you just need to stop. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's just gone too far. Like and yeah, and I I, I just want to go back a little bit. I sounded probably a little little harsh about the flying thing if you enjoyed flying and you really miss it i mean feel free to voice your opinions because blizzard is listening they they listen and i'm sure they, they read most of the posts on the forums um but i mean not that everyone's gonna get a response but they they read it they know they know that people are missing flying 
And I think it's it's good for you to give feedback. If you give feedback, please give constructive feedback. You know, that's just because I don't like flying doesn't mean there shouldn't be flying. Yeah, that's like that's just our opinion. If you think that there should be flying, then go for it. Like make a post on the forums and explain why you're going to miss it or why you think it should be there. Um, and then it doesn't I, affect me either way. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. And then it's the same here too. Like it it doesn't affect you if I think that there should be no flying you know like i already stated my case for that but i didn't want to get into flying this time right. and you brought <laughs> me into this so we're leaving leave flying <laughs> because no now, flying. now we're not gonna have any listeners next anymore. up because you realize we're in the minority here so we're not gonna have any more listeners in the podcast and we're just gonna be podcasting to ourselves from now on how's that any different than usual that no that is true good point but <laughs> last time we got like 36 listens on itunes oh. yeah just on itunes it's awesome how many people do we have in our guild um, Just we have more than that. That's the sad part. Um, yeah, I think we kind of went over this negative feedback section. Yeah, um, but there were a couple things in here. I'm just gonna kind of pull out. Um, Asmongold, like how bad the forums design is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asmongold put out a couple videos in the last couple few weeks. The, one of them was like a negativity in the WoW community, and the other one was. Um, Damn, I forget How what the other one was the called. the forums that are designed? What? Basically, the issue with the forums that people have is it uses an upload download system, but when your post is downvoted a certain amount of times, it gets automatically buried or minimized or sunk or something. Yeah, you have and, to like, click it again to, if you want to view it. And if you're against popular opinion, people are just going to downvote you, and you might have, like... A really well po good post, well designed, went out, thought out post, and if it's against popular opinion, like with flying, mm -hmm. you get downvoted and your post gets sunk automatically. Like I probably would have gotten like at least three hundred downvotes for my opinion that I just voiced. Um, right. So this isn't getting posted on the WoW forums, but yeah, it's it's the fact that Blizzard isn't helping themselves either with their forum design, you know. And I don't remember when they put in this feature. I want to say it was a mop feature that they put in. I think um, it was Bob when they redid the site. No, no, no. It was earlier when they redid the site. Because I'm pretty sure they redid the site with Cataclysm, but they added right, in yes. the up and down with Mop. And, right. uh, yeah, Asmongold, like I was saying, Asmongold mentioned this and a bunch of other stuff in his, his Real Talk videos. And I feel like he really he really nailed it. Like, he really hit everything that basically we we just discussed. And he brought up a lot of really good points. And one of them is you're you're kind of creating this community that if you go against like the social norm i guess or like what everybody else agrees upon you're gonna get downvoted and it's like people have to go out of their way to see what you have to say so somebody could have agreed with what comedy and i just brought up but they never would have saw it because we were downvoted to hell you know yep. and is that really helping out the community i could have had a well thought out post that wasn't even calling anyone out or even whining it was just a well thought out well written post but because somebody did like a bunch of people disagreed with what i was saying they just Down. downvoted it and that's not what the downvote button's for it's not a disagree button it's right it's you know it's supposed to be like reddit where it if it doesn't contribute to the conversation you downvote it except but. the same thing kind of exists on reddit on most subs there are some subs that like turn off the downvote button so you can only upvote so mm -hmm. that stuff doesn't like sink to the bottom but, like, the so WoW Reddit has that same issue where people will just go through and downvote it. Yeah. Which is really sad, but I, I don't want to get too much into that. But it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, like, the community's turning against itself in a way. Especially with the flying. God, the flying was such a, a mess. We're not talking about flying. No, no flying. I'm not talking about the, the development side of flying. I'm talking about the community reaction to flying. There's a difference. We'll cover that. No more flying. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's my podcast. Hold on a second. Um, and I'm back. Oh, just kidding. I was wondering. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a troll. I was actually pulling up my Skype right now. I'm like, did he DC? No. <laughs> but I guess I've just been ranting too much. How about you speak? Because everybody's definitely sick of my voice right now. So. Well, I mean, the only feedback I have about the forums, and this is going to sound cliche, they suck. They do. They no, do. that that was a joke. No, um, they do. I really don't like the WoW forums that much. Yeah, I... I hadn't really paid it much attention to this upvote downvote thing, but you know it. I just don't like it. I I don't think it's a good idea, and for all the points that you guys um, brought up, it just you shouldn't have a system where it penalizes somebody for voicing their opinion. Exactly, I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. So, 
But yeah, like his other, Asmogold's other video that you had me watch this week and uh, was about the negativity and everything. And like when you, I'm not going to go into it. I think that, you know, everybody should go watch it if they, they want to. Uh, it's really good. Um, it's pretty insightful on a few different aspects of the negativity in the, the community. And, you know, it's it's worth listening to and, you know, just go check him out. So Yeah, he has a look. lot of Real Talk videos, especially of lately. Um, of late, yeah, rather. and he's such a great troll sometimes. Too. Oh, he's great. Outside of the real talks, like he he trolls yeah. a lot, and it's great. But he's not like a he's not like an ass about trolling. He's like a friendly troll, mm-hmm. which is why yeah. I like him. But um, he and he's also very a warrior. Valid cases for things too when when he's doing his real talk. So it's oh, he good does. To, he to gives a lot out. of yeah. He gives a lot of evidence, and he just he's very calm about it too. It's not like he he tries to see both sides of it. And I feel like now we're preaching for Asmogold. Right, but, but I'm just saying <laughs> good you know. feedback versus bad feedback. Feedback. Yeah, if if you're like if that's a topic that really interests you, um, definitely check out his his feedback video too, because um, mm-hmm. we we grabbed a lot of stuff from there. But um, yeah, and then something else I just kind of wanted to talk about is that there's this this there's this consensus in the community where people feel like Blizzard should only be listening to the top world raiders because they're the only ones who know how this game actually works, right? Unless you're a gladiator in PvP, you shouldn't be giving PvP advice. You know, if you're below 2100, your vo- your opinion's invalid. And I feel like that's complete bullshit. Yeah, if you're not glad, you're bad. <laughs> I, I am bad. terrible and proud of it. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I think from a rating standpoint, um, if you have to be able to cater to all different levels of rating. And I think... They've done that um, with this expansion. I think that they're as close as they've ever been. I don't think that there's any way that they're going to get it much closer than it is right now. Like, you have LFR for the people that can only log on a couple hours a week, and they just want to go and see the content, get a little bit of gear. Uh, Then you have the normal for people that just, you know, finished LFR. They dip their toes in. Yeah, Yeah, they they actually have a group of friends that they've kind of made, and they want to kind of, like, see what the rating's about. And then they have Heroic for those that have a little bit more of an organized group, and maybe not the 20. And then they have Mythic for the people that want to go in there, do the hardest content, have 20 plus people that are capable of doing Mythic content. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. each one of those tiers is for a specific set of people. And I think right now the lines are a little bit blurred between who's Mythic, who's Heroic, who's Normal and LFR and I think it's just going to take a little bit of time for those to work themselves out and I think it'd be a a big mistake for the devs to do some radical change with the rating system now without allowing it to work itself out I completely agree with you yeah like there's a bunch of mythic like quote unquote mythic raiders stuck in a heroic group that only has 14 people they're unable to get the final six or seven pieces they need in order to go to Mythic. Eventually, they're going to move on and go to a group that can do Mythic. And that heroic group is still going to be a heroic group. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe not going to be missing that many people because heroic is flexible and right size. If you clear right. heroic, it doesn't make you a Mythic Raider. It just no. means you cleared heroic. No. So. What makes you a Mythic Raider is being able to kill a Mythic boss. Yeah, and commit to the mm-hmm. schedule and do what you need to do to, to progress in Mythic. Not just just because you, you beat Heroic doesn't mean you're necessarily ready. It just means that yeah. you cleared that current that, that content level, I guess. I'm not really sure right. if I'm making sense but, there. But, but they, they need to have this harder content for the ones that want to go after it. You yeah. need to have that out there. But everybody else is just as important, but it doesn't mean that they should be going for that hardest, highest in content either. Like, you need to reevaluate your own gameplay and your own skill set and look at it honestly and go, you know, I don't really have what it takes to, to do Mythic. I don't have the time to commit to do, doing Mythic, or I don't have this or that. And take a little piece of humble pie and be like, okay, <laughs> you know what? I'm a heroic raider. And be fine with that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I think, I think that's what's going to take people a lot of time to adjust to, and maybe they'll adjust by the end of the expansion, 
and maybe it will take on into 7.0 or 7.1 to finally get everybody sorted out. But I, I think it's a good thing, and I really hope that they don't change it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's it's I feel like it's in a really good spot, and I feel like going through all those levels from LFR to the top Mythic Raiders, like Paragon, all that stuff, they they all matter. You know, everybody's playing this game, and I think that it's really. I think that it's really important to remember that just because we're mythic raiders doesn't mean that the people who are doing normals don't count. When we run on our alts and we're doing a pug, without those normal raiders, we might not even have a pug. Like, we might not even be able to do things on our alts unless we get other like-minded people. And, you know, it's just, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for the community. It's not healthy for the auction houses, the raiding scene. Um, There are people, like, I was reading a Reddit post where the guy was like, yeah, I've only, I've only stepped in PvP, but I decided to try raiding and... Um, I did, I did a few normal pugs and I got like, I got shit on by everybody else in the group and it was really, you know, demoralizing or whatever. And then I guess one of his friends brought him back into raiding and now he's like clearing mythic bosses. But if the guy wasn't given the chance to actually get into a normal or heroic raid, he, he would never know that he was capable of doing mythic. It's just the fact that he had to step in there. It's like, are you going right. to tell me somebody like that doesn't matter because he was, he was doing PVP and LFR, you know? Right. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and as much as people hate to say, I mean, casuals are such a large portion of this player base. Like they're, they're feeling Blizzard's pocket just as much as everyone else. So the, um, the, uh, graph that was posted on MO champion a couple weeks ago is really super telling on what kind of players play the raid. Like in general, only half the population had done that, that they checked had even done, like, LFR or something, and yeah. then it just went downhill all the way down to, like, I think 2%, 1% of players had done Mythic anything. Yeah. It's, I love those graphs, because, especially at the end of an expansion, I like to see all the different tiers in the, in the participation, and I always, I always find this stuff kind of interesting, um, especially because you always think, it's, okay, we're Mythic Raiders, right? So I just assume that there are so many other people doing Mythic. And then when I look at these numbers, I realize, wait a second, we're actually in the minority here. And yeah. look at all these people who can't even, we're not that they can't, but they don't do heroics, you know? And it's like, we think heroics and normals are a joke, but some people might have actual issues clearing normal. Mm-hmm. We live in the Raider pond. They live in a different pond. Yeah, separate ponds. There's no connection or anything. We're man-made. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I see you highlighted the next section, Comedy. Do you want to you have some comments about that yeah um i just like i think we've kind of touched on this a few times already but like they've already discussed that they have like the next one or two expansions already flushed out with like lore and so on and it's just a matter of them making the world and and getting actually building the stuff yeah building Mm -hmm. stuff so, like, Blizzard has a lot of stuff coming down the pike, and they're not necessarily willing to share it with us yet, you yeah. know? And they're only going to show us as much as they have ready. And sometimes that takes a lot of patience from the community. And, yes, we want immediate feedback. We want immediate this. We want immediate that. And that's just, like, the social media world that we live in now. But they know where they're going with their game. They, they're not clueless. They have a clear plan, and sometimes we just need to trust it. I completely agree with you. As scary as it is, we have to trust Blizzard with a game that has no impact on our lives, but we have to trust made. them. <laughs> that they made and revolutionized, got themselves put into the first ever video game hall of fame. They know what they're doing. Okay, it's, sometimes it gets a little scary and it gets a little rough, you know, when mm-hmm. they remove classic, iconic um, spells from your, from your bar. And then leave you as a ballerina. But it gets rough. You have to just realize that it's going in another direction. Um, yeah. Blizzard well, this now... this is just the start. You this... know, this is exactly. the start of them moving in a new direction. And I think a couple of Lore's comments the past couple of weeks kind of put that a little bit more perspective for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, like, they were bringing up the vanilla WoW servers. And I think the last comment that he made was... Wouldn't you much rather have all that effort put into making the modern game better? Better. Completely yeah. agree with him. I loved him when he wrote that. I was like, "Bless you, Lore. I'm so glad you got picked up because that—that's. <laughs> but that's exactly. That's exactly. It's it's so true. You know, I would, 
I would love to go back and play vanilla because I never played it. But I'd rather see them work on the next expansion and give me something that nobody ever experienced. Give us another new experience to do. And they know they know their next plan for the next 10 years, whether it's keeping World of Warcraft alive or doing World of Warcraft 2 or something or moving on to something else. They know where they're going. And yeah. whether it's something as simple as, okay, we're, we are removing this spell because we have this awesome idea for another spell that can replace it next expansion we don't know that yet so we're only seeing the first half that they removed it you know mm-hmm. and well, I've been listening mm-hmm. to like a couple podcasts just you know I'm not a big lore person per se but like I've been listening to a couple lore podcasts and like I think Nobel on uh, YouTube going and discussing you know different um, characters and in, in WoW and until you actually like start paying attention to certain things like that you don't really get the big picture of where blizzard's going with the game and once you start listening to that you're like oh that's why we're doing this boss oh yeah. that's why this is going on and then you can kind of start seeing the train of like where they're going it's like so maybe the next expansion they're going with this and the next one they're going with that and it makes it far more interesting yeah you also need to upgrade your chim file hat because things get super super conspiracy it's ridiculous especially after what happened yesterday oh my god but it's so much fun but i i think like you know that's a lot of what other mmos um lack is like they lack the lore they lack the warcraft warcraft 3 background and then you have like examples like Wildstar where they tried to be really hardcore and it just didn't pan out. Um, I didn't really play um, ESO. I think Phasius, you played it. I want, I, want it. I want other people's opinions on ESO first if they have ones. We never we didn't play. Okay. ESO was really interesting because I did a lot of closed testing on that. So just in terms of um, it. it tried to be an Elder Scrolls game that was an MMO, but failed at being an MMO and an Elder Scrolls game at the same time. <laughs> it it oh. didn't mesh at all, and coming from an MMO background, as someone who liked Elder Scrolls, it didn't satisfy either. Like, the PvE at that game was super lacking, and was super easy, and mm-hmm. when we actually got around to testing what they had for raids, the trials... We cleared it with really, really, really bad templates, and we're like, "You need to make this harder." Yeah. Oh, before geez. it hits live, mm-hmm. and they buffed it slightly, and it got demolished. So, what can WoW take from this? <laughs> <laughs> that they're going in the right direction, in my yeah. opinion. Like, no, I I agree. They have enough difficulties and levels of difficulty to keep people happy for the most part. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be those fringe few that aren't in a group that, you know, is doing what they feel like they should be doing. Um, but, like, they have a great lore. They have, like, the background. And just because, like, they lost, you know, three million subs this past quarter doesn't mean anything. I mean, mm-hmm. it really doesn't. Um, you know, that's just people that were bored with the game anyway. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but good riddance. Well, Go on. Well, those the market people, is like so saturated. If you don't want to play WoW anymore, go play something else. Yeah. yeah. No, you're you're completely right. If you don't like this, WildStar is going free to play in a few months. Go play mm-hmm. WildStar. ESO's Star free Wars. to play. Star Wars. Wars. is spreading out an expansion. Star Wars is free to play. ESO was yeah. buy to play. I mean, come on, you don't and, play ESO still. Don't and play by no means, these games aren't bad games. A lot of them have come very far from when they from from launch, especially WildStar. But when and, you have to compete against the juggernaut of WoW with yeah. 10 years of, like, development... Experience and development and fans! Mm-hmm. I mean, come it's on. It's hard to succeed. Yeah, I mean, and it's not that these games are, are doing terrible either, but, I mean, like, you, you can't... I don't know, it's like trying to take down Disney. Like, you're just not gonna do it. Like, you know? It, they'll buy you out. They'll, they'll buy you out! <laughs> they'll buy you out, yes, exactly. Uh, can, can, can WoW buy the um, Wildstar combat designers and just leave everyone else? Isn't I really that Overwatch? Oh, yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, actually, you had a really good theory about that the other day. Yeah, well, I put my tinfoil hat away for Sunday. <laughs> so. Okay, well, we could talk about that another, another time. Yes, well, um, just make a note of that. We'll just make a note in the... The section. Um, I I'm just gonna wrap this up because uh, I have a SoundCloud limitation, so we're gonna skip the, the questions and answers. Um, even though the first one's really good, I don't know. I think I might just do the first one. Weaver sent a question: Does size matter when it comes to two-handed weapons? Yes. Does it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, I get pissed off because my female 
human has smaller weapons than everyone else. What? Are you drunk? What are you talking about? They're, no, the weapons are smaller, but in proportion no. to my body, it's bigger. I no. disagree. What? No, I, I, I don't know. And the shoulders are always messed up. They're so small. I'm like, no. Sometimes I just want to, like, change my human, my you, female human to, like... You know what, Sid? What? Maybe you should give better feedback when they were doing the art <laughs> dev water coolers. Yes, I should. You know what I should? This is my fault, guys. Join Team Space Goat. Um, <laughs> actually, I was for a while on my shaman, but, um... Join Team Space Goat. Yeah, well, that was the, the Q&A section. Wiggle, wiggle. Do you guys have any closing comments? I'll let Faze go Wiggle, first. wiggle. Go wiggle, first, wiggle, wiggle. Any shout-outs, any closing comments? Alright, shout-outs and comments. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash and I do stream our raids and other random games um, on my Twitch stream, which is twitch.tv slash uh, right now I'm playing through The Witcher, going to be doing the Final Fantasy expansion when that comes out, and still going to be doing Mythic rating and 6.2 stuff when that's available. Eee! Okay, Mr. Comedy, and our fearless raid leader. catch me on Twitter at Comedy79. Uh, I don't really say too much interesting, because usually <laughs> I'm sending messages privately to all of our raid members. And well, not all of them, because only like of three them. of them yeah. signed up for Twitter. It's the but, significantly superior guilt chat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, it's the one that uh, we all have access to. And we send but, we send gifts and YouTube videos. Oh yeah, yeah, like Mordred's picture today was great. That was perfect. Oh, so good. Love more. Oh, we didn't give Mordred a shout out. That was it. That oh, was we skipped you got both it. of his Q and A questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did skip uh, next week. But, I'll save it for next week. But go ahead. But yeah, like just you know, continuing with the mythic rating, getting set up for six point two. And just trying to uh, to improve on like you know our guild standing, um, you know in the next raid tier. So buff that roster. Oh it's yeah, good. Still that recruiting. Roster. We're still recruiting. We we raid Saturdays and Sundays from eight Eastern to eleven Eastern PM. We are Alliance on Airy Peak, and our guild initials are GG. Right. That's what we yell. We raid. I don't know about you. Listen, I have my own schedule issues going on, okay? I, I had some stuff I had to take care of, but I'll be back. I'll be back. You'll be bladestorming tonight. Be bladestorming tonight and executing all that fun stuff. So, all right. Well, you know what? I'm going to wrap this up right here. Uh, thank you all for listening. That was really fun. I had a really good time, even though I tripped over myself quite a few times. Um,. Yeah, if you guys have any ideas or suggestions for future episodes or even just feedback, it's highly appreciated. And you can tweet me, <clears throat> excuse me, at BTCYD on Twitter. And I mean, I have a Twitch, but I don't really go on it. So I'm not going to even bother. But it's, I guess it's BTC, BTCID rather. But seed. Seed. Or Sidey. You've lost, you, as you've lost says. the words. I, you know what? This is probably because I only got like six hours of sleep last night. So I'm just tripping over myself. But. Um, yeah, well, thank you guys for coming. Thank Again. you for having us. Of course. Uh, and Yay. we'll see you guys in probably like two to three weeks. Peace out. Yay. Yay. Okay. <laughs>